Welcome to the Carolyn Shuttlesworth Podcast, where we'll dive deep into the Word of God, build strong faith, and finish the devil. Here's your host, author, speaker, and nonstop mom, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. All right, ladies, let's get into the mom edition. Like I said, listen, whether you are a mom, not a mom, gonna be a mom, believing to be a mom, this is gonna be for you because confession doesn't just work for moms. It works in every area of our life, but we need to make sure that we're saying things properly. So we have a benefits package when it comes uh, for our salvation. Are you serious, Brooke? Your whole family lives in Parkland right now? <coughs> Are you guys from here? That's crazy, in Tamarack. Um, and so we have a benefits package from our salvation covenant. We know that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Um, in order to become strong spiritually, we have to listen to faith-filled words. Read the word of God and, and constantly uh, building up our faith, taking steps that's going to push our faith to a greater level. We know in 2 Corinthians uh, 4.13, the apostle says, I believe, what? Therefore I speak. I believe, therefore I speak. So your confessions come from what you already believe. Are you believing the right thing? Are you believing the word of God? Are you believing what somebody went through as an experience instead of the word of God? Are you believing what the world's report is over the word of God. 2 Corinthians 4.13, I believe, therefore I speak. You know, you, you guys hear that thing, you know, when you get squeezed, what's going to come out of you? It's like the same thing. I believe, therefore I speak. Your believing has to be right. Your believing has to line up with the word of God for your speaking to become right. So you have to have proper beliefs about God and his word in order for your confession to line up with the word of God. In order to line up with the word of God. If you don't, your confession won't carry divine power that brings change. Your confession will not carry divine power that's going to bring change if it doesn't line up with the word of God. You know, I always mention that verse in Isaiah where it talks about, you know, I, uh, his word's not going to return void. And I always make mention that, you know, people are like, but I, I, I thought his word doesn't return void. And I'm always like, but did you say his word? Did you, did you confess his word? Or, we, or, or now is like something you believe on a certain doctrine changing? Someone else's story has now changed your idea on healing. Someone else's tragedy has now changed your idea that God wants to bless you financially. Someone else's kids that, you know, you saw from the outside were raised in a good Christian home. You, you saw that from the outside. And now you're like, I thought the Bible says if you train them up, they won't depart. What's wrong with them? You know, that doesn't work. And so are we taking 
someone else's story, someone else's lifestyle, someone else's uh, what they're doing and applying that as the word of God rather than the real word of God. We have to think like that because that's what happens so much. And we all have to work really hard at not changing the word of God. It's true. We all are humans. We all have emotions. We all have heart and compassion for people and people's situations. But no matter what someone else is going through, you have to declare the word of God. You have to declare what the Bible says on that topic. And you have to declare that won't be my story. That won't be my story. You have to stick with the word of God because your confession is vital for your life. Your confession is everything for a believer, for a believer, it's everything. Not experiences, not how you were raised, not things that, um, hey Pat, not, not, not how you know, your mom and dad did you wrong or your mom and dad raised you this way. You know, a lot of times our parenting comes from tradition. A lot of times parenting comes from how you were brought up. And you may not have been in um, a bad family situation, but also it may not have lined up with, with the Word of God. So you always, have to, you always have to compare it with what God says about that topic. The, the Holy Scripture, um, Bonnie says she lost sound. Did anyone else lose sound? If, if you did, let me know. I'm sure they'll let me know. Karen, it's carolynshuttlesworth.com forward slash Friday. Um, and so we have to make sure that we don't take any experiences that we went through and change what the Word of God says. That's the worst thing we can do for ourselves because the devil wants to take you out by your words. Words are so powerful. And there's not even much the devil has to do. If he can just trip you up by your words, if he can just take you out by a bad confession, his work is easy. He's shake and walks away and he's on to the next person. So I mean like we will cause things in our life that is so unnecessary because of our own mouth, our own, own stuff going on that doesn't line up with the word of God. All right, so we can parent by faith and boldness by our confession that will bring freedom it will bring us wisdom it will bring us healing it will bring us peace this is what our confession will do we're not going to look like every other mom out there i refuse i refuse to let anyone i know any woman i know to look like any other raggedy mom out there we are royal priesthood we are royalty okay we're not going to look like some schlum and we're not going to look like that stupid shirt and coffee mug that says Jesus loves this hot mess. We can be parents that have it all. We should be parents that have it all together. We should be a mom that has it all together. Yes, we have to learn to balance things. Yes, you know, we, there's, gonna, there's a learning process for us all. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. 
but it's all doable. My whole thing when I started Nonstop Mom is um, you can have your cake and eat it too. I, I, I hate when the world tells you you're going to have to give up stuff. You're going it, to, it's terrible to be a parent and you're going to have to give up your life. And, and uh, you know, all of that is a terrible confession. I don't feel like I have to give anything up. My Heavenly Father is giving me a user manual so I can be the best parent, so I can be the best wife, so I can be the best Christian and do what he's called me to do. It's we like to push things off. An, intro, an introspective look, you know, where we look and see what's wrong with me is not a popular message. It's not a popular way to get things fixed. We always want to look outward. That person needs to change. That situation, if it wasn't this way, then I would never be, you know, we always have to push everything out and not take the responsibility. But that's not us moms. We're going to take responsibility. We're going to dig into the word of God. Our confession is going to be at an all-time high. And the things that I'm going through, if you're not a parent yet, then you confess it so you're ready when you are a parent. You know, you got to learn things before you get to that place, before you get to that situation. So you're ready and you're seasoned and then you're not in crisis mode. Then you're not someone who chooses the compassion I talked about last week over faith. And you're not someone who's easily going to crumble and easily going to give into overwhelming feelings and stress. You're not going to be that mom because you're prepared and you're full of the word of God. And you've got a solid foundation on how to raise your kids. Listen, there are times where if I didn't have the Holy Ghost, I'd probably be bald, ju be bald just like what Britney Spears did. <laughs> I mean, it's true. We all have been faced with a moment where it's like, okay, I am ready to scream into a pillow. I, I mean, I'm just being real with you. I'm telling you right now. And I have great kids, but there are days and there are situations where I'm like, listen, I want to go and take a pillow and just scream my guts out right now because I'm like at that point. So if it wasn't for the foundation of the Word of God and a check to look at myself and be like, all right, Carolyn, you have the authority. You have the power to change the situation that's around. You have the power to change how you feel. You have the power to fix the chaos that's going on right now. You have the power to bring peace back into the situation. You have the authority to stay in joy and walk in it. You, you know what I mean? Like you, you have to realize that in that moment, before you feel overwhelmed and you're stressed and I can't parent, I can't do this. My kids, I feel like, you know, I'm ready to give them up or I'm ready to send them, you know, off. Can someone take my kids? You know, I, I've got people that I've met and I know and, you know, there's never anything good about it. It's like I don't even know why you had kids because it's like you're always trying to get them um sent away or you're always like oh my gosh i can't believe my kids are so annoying and so i'm always like why i'm i'm so confused why you had kids because like they're a big expense and it's a lot of work and, and if you just like are complaining all the time what are you doing like what what's going on here it's not even a big tax write-off so i'm not even sure what you <laughs> what you're doing here um 
And so you have to know that you are in control of your parenting situation. It's not always something that's easy to swallow when it's like, shoot, the responsibility lies within me. Yes, that's what I'm saying. So let's make sure our confession stays at an all-time high. Our confession lines up with the Word of God. Our confession is what God says so we can walk in the right authority and we can see the divine power backed up behind it to pull in the manifestation that we want from our confession. So we're going to parent by faith and boldness. And that's just, I mean, period. That's how we're going to come at it. That's how we're going to see it. That's how we're going to do it is I'm going to parent. So if you have to say that every day until you feel confident enough, but I'm going to parent by faith and boldness. I'm going to parent by faith and boldness. And let's just say for this first one, if you want to write it, I know you guys are saying stuff while you're at home, but here's one <coughs> that we can get trapped in. And let's say, or write, I receive, I'm going to go through a few confessions with you guys today because I want this to get instilled in you. And then I want you to make a list of confessions every day. If you, I mean, if you know, when you're reading the word or if you want to guys get like a journal or a notebook and every day you want to pop out a confession, let's write it down. And then we put it in front of us and then it's something we can go back to and repeat, 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 get it instilled in us. Because some of us have to break free from stuff we've grew up with, uh, religious things we've heard our whole life. So there's stuff we've subconsciously also heard that it starts playing into how we parent, how we act. And so it's funny, once you start lining up with the Word of God, and I'm sure some of you have noticed this when your lives have changed and um, you know, you've, you've turned yourself around for the Lord and you've laid a foundation and you, you start knowing Scripture, that what you heard before never like triggered a response in your brain. You know? And then you hear something now and you're like, wait a second, that goes against the Word of God. That goes against what he talked about on, uh, you know, anything, healing or prosperity or my, my joy or my peace or my protection. Wait a second. I know what the Bible says on that. That doesn't sound right anymore. So we've all been in that spot where once we get what the word of God is saying, that other stuff, see, Bethany says it makes me cringe because because you've learned what the Word of God says, and now you can back it up. Now you've got it too, and you're like, wait a second, that's not right. And so take, take a notepad, take a, a folder, take something, your phone, and every day write out a confession based on the Word of God, and then look up scripture for it. But say what God says about you, what God says about your children, because when we have that down, you're gonna parent by faith, and by boldness. And so let's say or write, I receive wisdom from God for everything I speak to my children. I receive wisdom from God for everything I speak to my children. No confusion when we parent. He is not an author of confusion. Everything that God gives us makes sense 
sometimes not to our natural mind, but it lines up with our spirit man. And at the end of the day, that's what matters. And so we're not going to parent by confusion. We're not going to not step out and talk to our kids and be the voice in their life. We're, we're not going to be confused. We're going to know how to guide them. We're going to know how to correct them. Discipline is key. It's key. And I don't just mean, you know, the Bible talks about spanking. Now, whether, you know, I'm not, I'm not getting into this today. I've done other broadcasts on it, and I'll do another one. But I've actually had, like, three people write me in the last week asking me about discipline and, like, what do I do and what does the Word of God say? Well, for, first of all, we're always supposed to obey the Word. It's not like, well, that was kind of a suggestion, you know, like, spare the rod, spoil the child. He, he didn't really, like, not every child. No. Now, stuff's done in anger, and that's wrong. But discipline can be done correctly and should be done. And everyone will survive and be better for it. I'll do another broadcast on it another day. But we're going to have kids. We're going to know how to guide them, how to correct them, and how to teach them. Because why? Because I, because you receive wisdom from God, for everything I speak to our children. James 1, 5 through 7 says, I'll just read it on my iPad here. If you need wisdom, ask our generous God. See, it's very simple. Ask our generous God and he'll give it to you. He'll not rebuke you for asking, but when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver, for a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. So it's simple. You don't know how to handle a situation with your children. You don't know, you know, you got four kids at home and they all have different personalities and you're ready to like, yell at them all for the same thing and treat them all the same way and I don't know what's going on and instead of like figuring out you're just calling your kids jerks and brats and you're yelling at them constantly. No, stop and pray and say, Lord, I receive wisdom from you. Tell me how to handle this situation. Tell me how to approach this situation. Teach me, Lord, how do I correct them in this situation? Give me wise words to speak to my children. Give me words that aren't going to tear them down, but build them up, but do it with love and correction. There, there's a way to handle it all. So you can say, I receive wisdom for God for everything I speak to my kids. This confession, I, and this is so important, I find joy in my role as a parent. That's a confession to write down. I find joy in my role as a parent. It says in Jeremiah 15, 17, for your words were found and I ate them and your words became for me a joy and a delight of my heart. So how do you stay in joy? There's action steps to stay in joy. You choose to stay in joy. Okay. You choose to stay in joy. You let someone take your joy. You let somebody steal your peace. You handed it over to them. You handed it over to them. You choose to stay in joy. I find joy in my role as a parent. <clears throat> you can't tell me that you're spending time in the Word of God and, you know, you, you, 
you get into praise and worship music and you're praying and you know you've you've been with Jesus you either started your day like that or you did it you know whatever whatever your routine looks like everybody's routine is different as long as you have time with the Lord you know you can't tell me you've been with Jesus and then <laughs> and then have no patience for your kids always yelling at them always telling them how awful they are always telling them to to shut it always telling them to you know griping at them short uh, condescending sarcastic you you can't tell me that you have joy as a parent you can't because um, you 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 you've handed it over you've given that up when you don't have joy so you have to stay in it you have to take action steps and thank you lord bethany for forgiveness she said i lost she's being real i lost my joy yesterday not today his mercies are new every morning exactly right you know we've all been there we've all had that moment where it's like that's it the hulk just got unleashed Listen, we all have an inner hulk inside of us. I don't care how quiet you are, or how passive you are. There is a hulk inside of all of us. <laughs> and sometimes kids just know how to find that inner hulk. And so you ask the Lord for forgiveness. And don't be too big where you can't ask your kids for forgiveness. There's a difference. There, there is a difference. You don't go to your kids for everything. You are the authority of the home. But there are places and times when you as a parent were out of line and your kids need to know that you're sorry. Your kids need to know that. There's plenty of times where I've had to put my pride down and I'm like, you know what? I never should have said that to you. I'm so sorry that I raised my voice. I'm so sorry that like that that was not an appropriate behavior for me as a mom guys you know i've said that to them that was not appropriate i should never have let your actions and you pushing my buttons get me to the point where i stepped out of my joy where i stepped out of my role as a christian mother and so it's true you know i've known people where you they say you don't apologize for anything you're the parent but that's not true there are times when i've been out of line as my parental role and I've had to go to them and say listen guys mom especially mom who is a Christian and loves the Lord I should not have acted that way to you and we kiss we make up we're good it's like it never happened so make sure if that does happen and you step out of your joy you make it right you fix it that's all that's all a teaching moment. That's all a teaching moment for your children. All right, number three, confession. I declare my children are strong, smart, and set apart. Strong, smart, and set apart. And we know what that is from. We, we, um, it's our theme, our, what we stand on for uh, Miracle Word Kids. And that came to me when I was reading in Luke and I was reading about Jesus, <coughs> and I was reading about, and this was before I started Miracle Word Kids, and I ha I had I'd written it in my Bible, but it was just when, when Jesus was young and he was off and his parents couldn't find him and he's in the temple and he's being taught. He was in a place of not ready yet, I'm in a teachy, teachable moment, and I have to be trained 
so I can grow up to be what my heavenly father has called me to be. He, he, Jesus had to learn things too. He didn't just come out of the womb laying hands on people. He didn't come out of the womb. It says in, in Luke 2.40, there the child, talking about Jesus, grew up healthy, strong. He was filled with wisdom and God's favor was on him. And long ago, I wrote my kids' names next to that verse in my Bible. But that's what I declare over my kids. My children will be strong, smart, and set apart. They're going to grow up in the strength of the Lord. They're not going to bow. They're not going to compromise. They're not going to crumble. They're not going to have, you know, stay at one level of faith. They're going to grow strong. Jesus had to. Our kids have to. And we're going to confess that over them. Healthy. Jesus grew up healthy. Yes, he was perfect. Yes, he didn't go through any diseases and sicknesses. But he also died on the cross. So we don't have to either. He gave us a way out. And so we're going to declare that over our own bodies. And we're going to declare that over our own children. That my children are going to grow up healthy and strong and full of wisdom, smart. I'm telling you, I have run into the dumbest people in the last two years, and it blows my mind. It blows my mind of what is out there in this generation. And I will never, never have children that are not asking and seeking for wisdom who are not working their brains, who are, I mean, they're going to have common sense and they're going to have a book smart. I'm not having it because I stand on this verse. My children are strong, smart, and set apart. They're not going to look like everybody else. They're going to be the problem solvers. Our children are going to be the ones that are uh, building the kingdom of God. Our children are going to be the ones that have favor on their life. Our children are going to be the ones where people have issues. They're going to be drawn to our children, and our children are going to have the answers. That's what it says. Our children are going to have the answers. It doesn't say, you know, it doesn't say in the Bible you have to be a certain age, you know, uh, to prophesy. It says our young men, women, our young kids, they will prophesy. Our kids are not going to look like everyone else's kids, and that's how we're going to raise our children strong, smart, and set apart. They're going to be healthy, wealthy, wise, and full of the Holy Ghost. They're going to have what Hannah prayed. They're going to be like Hannah's prayer and answer for their enemies. They're going to live in joy. They're going to live in peace. Just them looking different will be an attraction. Our kids won't even have to open their mouths and people will notice something different about that kid. There's something different about that girl, about that boy. And it doesn't matter how old they are. Little, middle school, teenagers, young adults, our kids are looking different. They're not looking the same. So there's their declaration. I declare my children are strong, smart, and set apart. Here's this one. And this is a good one and a hard one for us ladies. I mean, I know guys go through it, but me being a woman. I know, I know how it goes. I'm trying to cross my legs under this table and it's not working. Um, okay, here's this confession. Ready? 
I will not compare myself to other parents. Jesus has equipped me to handle the children he gave me. <clears throat> Say that again. I will not compare myself to other parents. Jesus has equipped me to handle the children he gave me. All right, the fastest way to, um, one of the fastest ways to discourage yourself and your parenting and, and to get in that trap, get that trap of comparison. You're trapped by that sin of envy and looking at what that other parent has or what they're doing for their kids or what they have the ability to do or, you know, provide for their kids, raising their kids. You're thinking, oh, well, that, that parent has their kid in a different environment and this and that. Listen, you're not going to compare yourself to other parents. Jesus has equipped you. He's equipped you to handle what you have. He's equipped you to handle the children, the gift, the gift that God's given to you. Um, so, yeah, one of the fastest ways to discouraging yourself and your parenting is when you compare yourself to others. God has a specific plan for you and your family. And you're not going to accomplish that plan he has for you if your eyes are over here and God's telling you to look over here. You have to keep your eyes, your focus on what God's called you to do, on what God has called your family to do, on what God's instructed you guys to make over your own family and your kids. You can't be over here and God's telling you over here, you can't. You've got to put your blinders on. That, that's the same blinders that you put on when people are going through stuff and you're keeping your faith high. When you're believing for a miracle and you're believing for provision and you're believing for a breakthrough, you got to keep your blinders, same blinders. We got to protect our eyes. We got to protect our supernatural eyes. Because like I told you, what you're going to see, you're going to have. What you can see and get a vision of, you're going to possess. But if you're looking over here, I think, it, I think it's in, is it Amos? Where, where it says you, you can't look up and one eye looking down. It's like impossible. If you guys tried that right now, it ain't going to work. You'll, you'll look ridiculous. <laughs> and so you can't, you cannot do that. You have to go after the purpose that's in your household for the kids that you're raising. And God has equipped us, equipped us for all of it. Um, Theodore Roosevelt, Teddy Roosevelt, was a president way back in the day. And he had a quote that said, comparison is the thief of joy. Okay, well, we just talked a couple confessions ago about what? I have joy in my role as a parent. Well, there you go. Here's a way, another way to get out of your joy as your role of your parent, parenting. Comparison. Theodore Roosevelt said comparison is the thief of joy. The thief of joy. Don't let something steal your joy. Don't let something steal your joy. And this is what happens, especially to women. We see something, so then we have a whole conversation and a whole thing going on in our mind, right? And nobody else knows the voices in your head. <laughs> And you've got this whole thing going on. And then all of a sudden, 
you're now irritated because you saw a picture, you saw a situation, and you compared, and you're irritated, and then all of a sudden you're taking it out on your children, they just walked into a line of fire and have no idea what the heck is going on. What the heck is going on? So we can't do that. We gotta shut down that trap of comparison. It's evil. It's evil. It's, it, it's from the enemy, from the moment of time. When Lucifer was in heaven and he said, I wanna be like God. I wanna be, I wanna be as great as God, more powerful, I wanna be like God. He's comparing himself. It's from the moment of time. It's a nasty root that brings death to all situations. It brings, it brings strife, it brings offense. I mean, a whole bunch of baggage comes along with comparison and we're not gonna do it. We're not gonna compare ourselves. She's so perfect, everything looks right. Look at her Insta stories, all right? <laughs> she makes really good graphics. I'm always like yelling at Ted. He takes a picture and then he does like 19 things in a, in a nap and then he posts it. And I, I just like snap post. And he's like, aren't you gonna fix? No, I ain't fixing nothing because I watch you and I don't wanna fix anything. <laughs> what you see is what you get. My Insta stories are real guys, it's real deal. And so you, you don't like something, change it. You look at someone else and say, you know what? Change it. Change what you don't like. If there's something within your own family, if there's something you don't like what you guys are doing, what you're saying, change it. You are in control of change. Be the change to see the change in your family. You have to be the change to see the change in your family. So stop complaining. Stop looking and comparing. Be the change. Pray for direction pray for wisdom galatians 6 4 through 5 pay careful attention to your own work to your own work for then you will get the satisfaction of a job well done and you won't need to compare yourself to anyone else for we are each responsible for our own conduct galatians 6 4 through 5 says it all in the bible in the bible not reading a book not reading a self-help book, not reading a book someone else put out, reading the Word of God. You wanna, you wanna see a change, you've gotta be the change, and you gotta pay attention to your own work so you get a job well done. So you get a job well done from the Lord for your own work, and you can't compare yourself. We know the Bible says comparing yourselves is unwise. Comparison says, I'm ill-equipped for the task at hand. But what do we know? This is how we can back it up with our confession. We know that God, the truth of God, he's given you <clears throat> everything you need for the plan he has before you. Are you going to look at God and really tell him? You don't have the right equipment to, to take care of your kids, to raise them right. You're going to look at him and be like, I just don't know what to do. I'm done. I'm done parenting. I don't know what I do. And he's over there going, read your word. Read your word. Read your word so you know what to do. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't bring Jesus home to heaven and tell you greater works you shall do. 
when he leaves to be with his father, that Jesus says, when I leave, I'm going to my father. Greater works you will do. But just letting you know, I want you to figure it out on your own when you become a mom. You know, those kids, I'm not even going to leave you an instruction manual. No. He's equipped us for every good work. He's equipped us for every good work. And we're going to learn to be content. Psalm 23, 1 says, the Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. So, you know, we learned Psalm 23 when we're kids and growing up. But you take that chapter verse by verse. It's so powerful. You could just stop at that one. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. I have all that I need. He's provided with, with me with everything that I need in life. But what do I have to do? I have to go get it. I have to take action steps to get all that he's given to us. All right? <coughs> Excuse me. I'm just going to go over a couple more. I know it's coming down on time. I will stay in your presence. This is our confession. I will stay in your presence and I won't get anxious or overwhelmed in my parenting. I know I started off with my confessions like, oh, I'm just going to do three. But then like it started to get me going and I was like, okay, but I like this one. But I want to say this one. Should I leave this one out? I was like, no, but that's a really good one. So (laughs) I eventually had to cut myself off in a couple more. But I mean like that that's that's. That's the benefit of when you start declaring the word of God. You don't want to end because you hear of his goodness. See, I was like, I'm just going to give these ladies like three confessions on on parenting for themselves and over their children and then encourage them to do more. You know, I got more in my book lines, things like that. And it's like, (laughs) but as I started with the word of God and started confessing, I felt a boost in my spirit, man. And then when you start declaring the word of God, you're like, yes. Well, no, this one's good too. Oh, no, wait, but I want to say this one because that lines up with his word and that's good. So that's why I encourage you, take a confession, write one every day. I mean, you might even get more. So just, but start with one a day and build your spirit man up. Build it up. All right, number five, I will stay in your presence and I won't get anxious or overwhelmed in my parenting, which we can all say we've been there. We could say, how am I going to balance this? You know, for me, I've got three kids homeschooled, kindergarten, third, and seventh grade, all talking to me at different times, all pulling my attention in different directions. It's a lot going on. You know, then I've got the ministry, and I've got, you know, the staff. They're texting me for things. And then I've got Ted, and then, you know, there's stuff we're doing. And so it's like a constant balance of, prioritizing time and things that I need to do, but it's all doable is my thing at the end of the day. So now I got to step back and say, all right, Lord, you've blessed me with the ministry. You've blessed me with a husband. You've blessed me with three kids. You, you've given me the desire of my heart to stay home and teach. Okay, Lord, you've given me everything I've prayed for. I need your help. How do I balance it? How do I do it? How do I, it? how do I get to be the best mom? How do I get to be the best wife? How can I get to be the best at serving the ministry and doing what you've called me to do and, and stepping out and doing more and, and speaking you know, here and, and things you want me to write? You know, There's another book that I have in my spirit to write. Now I've just got to find the time to do it. But that's what I'm saying is I don't want God to pass me by and say, I asked you to do this. Why didn't you do it? And I say, well, 
you know, I was just busy. It's like, no, he, he equips me. He equips you. So if he's called you to do something, it's going to fit in. But let's ask the Lord, hey, Lord, you've given me all these ideas. You've given me these steps. You've given me this life. Tell me what order. Tell me how I need to do things. And he will direct and guide every step along the way. There's nothing you have to lack in. He's not a God of decrease. He's not a God of um, not, not more than enough. I mean, that goes against everything that we confess. God of more than enough. God of increase. And so I'm going to stay in his presence and I'm not going to get anxious or overwhelmed in my parenting. Psalm 1611, in his presence is fullness of joy. In his presence. If you're always complaining, always something wrong, your kids bother you all the time, control your surrounding. You've let your joy guard down. See, it stems back to joy. You've let your, that's why I believe um, self-control is the number one, like fruit of the spirit. Because if you have that one down pat, it's like the other ones follow. You have to have all of them and live by all of them and, and, and have them all instilled in you. But I'm saying like, you know, sometimes we're like, we're going to focus on my, my patience, my patience, my patience, my patience, or my love walk, my love. It's like, for, focus on your self-control. You got self-control down. The other one's going to come real simple. The other ones are going to come real simple. So what's our self-control here? Okay, we're going to stay in his presence. We're going to take time with the Lord. We're going to have self-control in that. We're not going to get up and do other things in the morning. We're not going to get uh, our day gone away from us. We're going to have self-control to get into the Word of God. Self-control to pray. Our own confession, our own words can keep stress in our life. If you're constantly saying, I'm stressed, I'm overwhelmed, I'm tired. Like eventually, you know, you didn't even do anything tiresome for the day and you're going to be tired just because you said it so many times. You're like, now... Your mouth has said it so much, your mind is just thinking it. Like, I'm tired. You know, I've had people do that, and finally I've said to them, like, why are you so tired? What are you doing? And then they're like, I, I, don't, I don't know why I'm saying that. Because you get it as, like, a broken record. It's like something you're just used to saying. It's like a reaction that just comes out of your mouth. And so we've got to get those, stop our confession. What seeds are we spitting out of our mouth over our day, over our life, over our parenting. Yes, I have plenty of opportunity to feel overwhelmed. Yes, I've got plenty of opportunity to feel stressed. I've got plenty of opportunity to feel like I don't have enough time in the day. I've got plenty of opportunity to feel tired. I have plenty of opportunity. I do. I promise. I have plenty of opportunity. But then you have to stop and be like, are these the, the seeds that I want to plant? Do I want my kids to look at me all the time and be like, mom is always stressed. I don't think, I don't think ministry is such a good look. Like, I don't know if I want to be in the ministry because like all I did was see my mom. She just was so stressed and she just complained all the time. And she just like, that's what happens to people. That's what happens to a lot of preacher kids. They see things that happen in their parents' life because they're not being guarded and lots of things are slipped. And they see that and they see, I don't want that. There is no peace, no love, always stressed, always complaining. I don't want any of that. 
And I refuse. That is not going to be my home. That is not going to be the picture of what ministry looks like to my children. That's not it. Then I'm not walking in the nine fruit of the Spirit, if that's the case. And so I'm not going to be anxious. I'm not going to be overwhelmed. God has equipped you to do your parenting at its best. 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17. All scripture is inspired by God and is use, useful to teach us what is true to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we're wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. You are a mom. Listen, ladies, you're a mom who is equipped to do every good work. Amen. Say it every day. I'm a mom that's equipped to do every good work. 2 Timothy 3, 17. I'm equipped to do every good work. Last two real quick. I'll declare my children are mighty on the earth. They will be as signs and wonders in the earth. Psalm 127, 3 through 5. Children are a gift from the Lord, a reward from him. Children born to young, a young man are like arrows in a warrior's hands. How joyful is the man whose quiver is full of them. He will not be put to shame when he confronts his accusers at the city gates. Your children are going to step out with the fire of the Holy Ghost. Your children are going to work the works of God. Your children are going to produce signs and wonders and be a sign and a wonder. They're going to produce signs and wonders. Your children are going to be a sign and a wonder for this world. Your kids are going to speak with boldness. Your kids are going to speak of the goodness of God. Your kids are going on another level. Your kids are going to be different. Speak that over their life. Speak it. They're going to be mighty on the earth. Mighty on the earth. They'll be as a sign and wonder on this earth. And the last one, this is very important. Very important. I declare the spirit of wisdom is poured out on my children. They won't make bad decisions. I declare the spirit of God, of, I'm sorry, the spirit of wisdom is poured out on my children. They won't make bad decisions. That's it. I don't care what your past was. I don't care how you were raised. I don't care, you know, things you, you, you thought you knew or were taught. Like I said at the very beginning of this broadcast, if it doesn't line up with the word of God, trash it. I don't care tradition. I don't care if it's something your mom taught you. Your mom is not the Holy Ghost. Your mom is not Jesus. Doesn't mean you don't love your mom. Doesn't mean you don't honor your mom. But if her words don't line up with the word of God, then you're believing man's words over the written word of God. And therefore, you've put your mom in front of God. You've put her first and not the word of God. <coughs> so you have to make sure, what is, what is common sense? What is common sense? Nobody has it anymore. We're, we're declaring, you know, I said it in Luke 2.40, strong, smart, and set apart. Our kids are going to be smart. They're going to do excellent in school. They're going to retain everything that they're taught. 
They're going to be ahead of their class. They're not going to have learning disabilities. Who cares if the doctor says they're slow in something and learning something? You declare the opposite of the report. You declare that their brain functions and works just like God created it to be. You declare wisdom scriptures over your children. You declare that they're strong, smart, and set apart. You declare that nothing is going to be hindered in what they learned, and they're going to have a focused mind in Jesus' name. Don't take the handouts of this world. Don't take the disabilities of what this world, I'm so sick and tired of parents making that excuse for their children. And you know what? The very fact is, of course, in the natural, the kid might have a little bit of a problem. The kid might be slow in retaining and learning something. But you know what? The power of your confession can change that. The power of your confession can switch that over your kids. Because if you allow the world to speak that over your kids, you're now letting the authority of this world have say over your children. When in fact, you're the authority over your children and the authority that's spoken over them is going to change the situation. Think about that. I don't even know if I took a breath. <laughs> but I mean, that is exactly how you have to think. So many kids are being diagnosed with crap these days. So many kids. And I'm not telling you that some of their the diagnoses are fake. But I'm telling you, you don't have to believe it. And your kid was built to have wisdom. Your kid was built. It's in their DNA to be smart. So speak it over them now. Speak it over them now. Don't let the world have the authority over your children. Don't let those seeds go into their ears. Every day you should be telling your children, you're smart, you're built better, your DNA is from Jesus. The blood of Jesus runs through your DNA and that's how you're gonna act. Jesus was smart, Jesus was full of wisdom, and you are too. And you let them hear that every day. That's going to build their confidence. That's going to build their faith. Bible says, Proverbs 10, 21, The words of the godly encourage many, but fools are destroyed by their lack of common sense. What is common sense? It's good sense and good judgment in practical matters. Our kids aren't going to make bad decisions. They're not going to make bad decisions. I don't believe, I know people will say, well, you just haven't, your kids haven't got to their teenage years. I'm sorry, your word isn't trumped by my word. The authority of what God's given in my house is well surpassing what you're saying over my kids. My teenagers don't have to look like other teenagers. My teenage girls, when they become teenage girls, they're not going to be emotional basket cases just because that's the teenage stereotypical. We've got to understand, parents, we got to bring authority back in our home. We got to understand we are the rulers of our home. We are over our children. This world, what they say, what they suggest, what I'm trying to let you know, if it doesn't line up with the word of God, cut it, snip it send it. You can have it. It's not for me. It's not for me. Proverbs 21, 16. The person who strays away from common sense will end up in the company of the dead. We see here that common sense is important. Common sense is vital to your children's life. We need to teach our kids what common sense is, and they need to have it because it's mentioned a lot in Proverbs. It's mentioned a lot. Proverbs 9.12, if you become wise, you will be the one to benefit. Who wants our kids to benefit in this life? 
Who wants our kids to be prosperous? Who wants our kids to live a life free from struggle? No good parent wants to see children go through traumatic situations and, and a heartbreak and failures. No good parent wants to see our kids go through that. So let's work hard. Let's work hard so our kids don't have to go through that. Let's speak these things over their life now. Let them hear our confessions that we're saying over ourselves, over them. Give your kids confessions that they're going to say. It says, if you become wise, you will be the one to benefit. If you scorn wisdom, if you stick your nose up at it, if you think, I don't need that, it says, you will be the one to suffer. We can cut off we can prohibit so much so much in our children's life and in our own life if we seek wisdom if we seek the lord and listen you have equipped me for every good work you have equipped me to be a mom that was in the moment of creation you created my body to have children you created me to be a mother you created me with authority over my children you created me to be the best teacher in all areas how can we train our children so they won't depart if he didn't make us great teachers so he's given us the ability and equipped us for all of that for all of it in psalm 119 11 i've hidden your word in my heart that i might not sin against you those things, seeking wisdom, having your kids know the word of God, hiding it in their heart, getting it in their spirit, will cause them to be smart, will cause them to have common sense, and will cause them to hate to sin. Hate to sin. So I encourage you, get confessions written down. Get confessions. I, I did a book, a lot of you have it that are watching. A lot of you are, are new to the broadcast. I did a book called Lines, Confessions That Create Boundaries Your Enemy Cannot Cross. And I don't just do mom ones in here. I do wife. I do uh, over your body. I do about being a giver, um, flourishing in all seasons. You have rights. I do it on joy, um, household salvation. I have confessions uh, uh, on suicide. Because the devil wants to take you out. The devil will lie to you. The devil's going to get you to take your own life. But we forget John 10.10. 10, the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But our Heavenly Father has given us life and more abundantly. More abundantly. So all those lies are from the enemy. He's the father of lies. So if you don't have this book, I recommend you getting it. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it on our um, store, shop.miracleword.com. I mean, but you can get it anywhere, Amazon, you know, whatever, however you want to get it. We also have it on um, Kindle and Apple Books. You can get it as a digital uh, book. You don't have to get it paperback. But I highly recommend that you get it. I highly recommend because confession, like I said, is everything. If it lines up with the Word of God, then you're going to be all right because it's going to have the power to change, the power to change your situation. Thank you, Lord, for each and every woman watching, whether they're a mom, not a mom, soon to be a mom, going to be a mom one day. Thank you, Lord.
that you've given us the authority of your word over our family's life, that you've given us the authority over our children. You've equipped us for every good work. We will not fail. We will not fall prey to the enemy's lies and, and the trap of comparison. And if we could only be better, if we could only have more money or we could only have something else. All we need is you, Lord. You're going to provide the rest. You'll provide the increase. You're going to provide the wisdom. You're going to provide the knowledge that we need in order to be the best parents. Lord, I pray over everyone right now as you're giving them the strength, the fire to go after the things of God, that their confession is going to be at an all-time high this year. They're going to only say what's written in the Word of God. Your Word is promised. It will not return void. But we're going to do our best, Lord, to make sure our confession is exactly the Word of God, that it lines up with your goodness. You're a good father. You're, you, you're, you're the number one example of the best parent ever. And you are our example. And we were made in your image. So we will not fail as moms. We will not uh, have to go through struggles and go through heartache with our kids. We're going to teach our kids now the foundation of the word. We're going to speak life into our children. Our children are strong, smart, set apart. Our children are healthy, wealthy, wise, and full of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord, for giving us supernatural strength to balance all that we have going on, to balance our jobs, to balance our homeschool moms, to balance, you know, if you're working from home, working out of the home, to balance teaching our children. Lord, you're going to let us do and give us the, the stamina Give us the wisdom to balance everything that you've called us to do so we can walk perfectly in our purpose that you have for us. Thank you, Lord, that we're stronger than ever. We're stronger than ever. We're not bowing to this world. We're not compromising. We're not taking our cues from our parenting of what this world has to say. We know our children and our job as a mother will only be perfect if we base it on the word of God. So thank you, Lord. Thank you for your instruction manual. Thank you for giving us every instruction that we need to live a wonderful life on this earth. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. I felt good today. 320, I, I came in like, I don't know, this is going to be like 40 minutes. <laughs> Y'all made me feel good. Thank you so much for hanging on for Friday. And now we're going to do our giveaway. Um, we got the Kendra Scott necklace. I'm so excited to give it. And it is, oh, it's Kelly Berardi. All right. Praise God. I'm so happy you won, Kelly. Good job. I'll get with you in a message and um, make sure I have uh, your correct address so I can get that out to you. I'm so happy. Congratulations. Um, I did see her name before I prayed, so I'm just going to make sure that she is on um, before I go. But I'm so happy. Uh, Kelly and Bill uh, have had some phenomenal testimonies. Uh, they've stepped out in... Um, a new 
uh, job that they started with their family. And I mean, like, since they stepped out in faith, it has been one blessing. I mean, she's, she's given me a direct message almost the entire time during the fast. She'd be like, oh, and by the way, God did this. And then she'd come on a few days later. And by the way, you know, it just like it kept flowing for them during the 21 day fast. So I'm so happy for you, Kelly. I love you so much. Um, I'll get with you on Messenger. Thank you, ladies, for hanging out with me. Um, I hope this pumped you up for a wonderful weekend. And get, get those books out. Get, um, get, the, get the pad out. Get the confessions made. Let's do this. I, I want to see them. Send me pictures of, of your notebooks, confessions that you're making. Let's, let's, let's build each other up. Let's strengthen each other. Like I said, this world wants to tear you down, tear you apart make you feel insignificant, but you guys, in unity, I love hanging out with you. I love you all so much. Have a wonderful weekend. Tomorrow we fly out to Atlanta. Um, my husband and I and the team and the kids are there till Wednesday, and then we leave and head to Bethlehem, uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, Ted's doing a men's conference Friday and Saturday. Uh, if you tell your husbands, husbands, uh, let them know that they do need to register. All the information is on our website. Also on social media, you'll see the graphic. There's a number to text or a website to sign up to register. Then we are going to uh, hold a revival there for the week starting on Sunday, February 6th in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. So. You guys need to get there. I'm so excited to hit the road again. Um, uh, Janine, this time we're at uh, the church that, that we had the, the victory night at. We're holding a revival services there for the week. So if you can get us at the first week uh, in Georgia, we're there Sunday through Wednesday, and then we're there at the next week in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, we would love to see you. Victory Tribe, it's the beginning of the year. Let's get to meetings. I love you guys. Have a wonderful weekend. It's Friday, and we've got to be excited with my favorite video.